I'm Romy Newman, the co-founder and president of Fairy God Boss, and this is Fairy God Boss Radio. Hi, everyone. Thanks so much for tuning in. Today, I'm talking with an incredible thought leader, Amber Graywall, who's the vice president of global talent acquisition at IBM. Amber, thank you so much for joining us today. Welcome to the show. Hi, Romy. Thank you. It's great to be here. Amber, you have had an amazing career. Um, Could you tell us a little bit about what you've done in your background and what you do today? Sure. So I've been in the talent industry for the past 20 years, and, um, you know, it's really been focused on both the art and science of attracting talent and thinking about talent holistically for companies, you know, and I've had the opportunity to serve in leadership roles with companies such as GE, Microsoft, Symantec, KPMG Consulting before I joined IBM. And a lot of these roles have been- That's a pretty amazing list. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well, thank you. Thank you. Uh, you know, I do have a, a, a thing for technology and uh, working at big, complex scale. And, uh, you know, what I would say in all of these, these roles, the opportunity has really been in leading some kind of transformation and, and being that change agent that helps the company get from one place to another. And uh, it's been exciting, right? And at IBM, I am responsible for hiring 50,000 people annually in 170 countries. So you can tell my, my hair keeps on going gray because of all of this, all of this work. And, uh, but what's been exciting about this is helping IBM reinvent the way we think about talent acquisition and as we think about the digital era and bringing in more AI, the new ways of working, thinking about new operating models and, you know, how do you do this at scale? So it's, uh, it's been really an exciting journey and I've been, I've been having fun. Well, I love how you've carved out such an important and uh, forward-looking niche for yourself. You really are an authority in this space and you're known as one. I'm interested to know, how do you feel gender has played a role in your career at all? You mentioned you've worked at a lot of different tech companies. What's it been like to be a, a woman? And do you think things would have gone any differently if you'd been a man? Even to, if I look back at these 20 years, I, I don't necessarily would say it was, it was about gender. What I think that's helped me is how I look at success and the ability to be very focused. It's, um, it's actually interesting. You know, research shows that on average, us people like humans, think about 50 to 70,000 thoughts a day. Imagine oh how much God. we're thinking. <laughs> Isn't that amazing? And, yeah, and what's so sure. interesting is 95% of the thoughts are from the previous day. So you're thinking about the same thing, and many times 80% of those thoughts can be negative. So for me, the, the thing of success is, are you focused, and do you know what you want? So early on for me, it has always been, I've been one of those people that give myself goals daily, monthly, quarterly, annually. And I've been really focused on wanting to to make an impact, drive change. And I see the value of talent significantly and the impact it makes on, on a company. So I would say it's rather being a male or female, but the ability to have been so focused and know exactly where I'm going 
and obviously being very passionate throughout is what has contributed to, to the success and where I'm at within my career journey. That's incredible. I cannot believe it is very diligent of you to set goals every, every you said year, month, week, day. And day. And that. day. And day. <laughs> Pretty incredible. How, tell us a little bit about working with women in your career. Who has helped you along the way? How do you think about helping other women? Yeah, I would say, you know, just working with women or the way I've, I've had the, the impact women have had on me, it probably started early on. I, I would say just growing up and having such a strong mother who's taught me how to be independent and, you know, who's given me the sense of really having high integrity, being honest, that that's probably been the foundation. And that then naturally has drawn me to other women that are very bold and strong and independent, you know, that I can learn from. So early on in my career, it was really people that I aspired to be like, those that had the skills I wanted to learn, the domain I wanted to learn from, um, and surrounding myself with those. And, um, and then as I've grown to be a thought leader is making sure that am I paying forward and connecting to those that are trying to grow within their career. Now that I have this deep domain and talent, how can I help others that are growing? So I really do believe bringing them along, you know, throughout my career that I think that the challenge part always has been, you know, how do you go from an individual contributor to a manager and then from management to executive and, um, you know, surrounding yourself with, with, with women that have made that leap has, is, has been an important step for me. And that's one that I tend to be very mindful of is if there's women that want to be executives, how do you help them get there? And what are the skills that are needed? Because, you know, as I learn through those, I want to make sure you pass that on. But, uh, but I've had women, you know, play those roles for me as advisors in my network, helping broaden my skills, you know, people that are advocates and, uh, you know, and, and all those things that I've learned, making sure that I'm passing back to, to the next generations. And, uh, but, but definitely would say that foundation started when I was young. I love that you mentioned your mother. <laughs> I love that you mentioned your mother because um, it just does show the importance of role models. And and speaking of role models, which I know you are both at professionally and personally, but you've also you mentioned all those companies you've worked for, and they all have had incredible female leaders. You look at IBM, you look at Beth Comstock at GE, you look at KPMG. These are you actually happen to have had the opportunity to work at a lot of companies where there really were women represented in leadership roles. Do you, do you think that that has helped guide you or you're specifically attracted to that? You know, I, um, I think naturally that does happen. I, I think companies that are focused on diversity and inclusion, companies that make a global impact but are very committed to to talent. I think that's the piece that is really draws me companies that, that see that value in how important talent is part of their strategy, how important diversity and inclusion is to their innovation, to their products. Um, I think it's, it's, uh, it's probably something that naturally just even subconsciously attracts me to it. Um, and, you know, there's a lot of amazing companies out there that are so committed. And I know at IBM, you know, a company that has so much history in diversity and inclusion 
is is an important one, right? And um, and having a female CEO that just kind of represents the company who you know stands behind what they're committed to. I mean, I, I mean, I look at Ginny; she is an amazing role model, in, inspiration to many. You know, from from how she grew up as a leader and what she's doing is um, is remarkable. I mean, and she has you know right in, in her staff four other senior um, leaders under her as well. A hundred percent. And it sets a tone. It also just has, um, I think it, it shows that there's the interests of women are represented in, in leadership. And you're right that in a culture like IBM, it just comes, comes through in almost every facet of the business. It's really incredible. So one of the things that comes through when we do our um, surveys at Fairy Godboss is how much each individual employee's experience depends on her manager. Um, and so tell me, how, what do you think makes a good manager? What should we all as managers try to be? Or for those of us who are individual contributors, what should we be looking for in a manager? Yeah, that, that's a good one. Um, I, I would say, again, going back to, to the roots that I value, um, integrity and honesty is, is very important. You know, if you think about how much time you spend at work um, and and the people you work with, and and especially your manager, you have to have that open, transparent relationship where you have the ability to know that your your conversations are authentic, they're transparent, there is high integrity there. I, I think that definitely is the foundation. And then as from there, I would say it is, you know, those transformational leadership traits, you know, making sure that, you know, the leader you have, that she is bold, she's willing to take risks, you know, is authentic and transparent, even in challenging, challenging, uh, with challenging news, are you being transparent with whatever information you have, that ability to communicate is very, very important. And being able to have the empathy and put, you know, put people's perspective where, you know, that, that piece is important. Do you understand where other people are coming for, coming from? Um, and being inspiring. I mean, to me, that, that's very important. You know, are you, are you able to inspire others, bring them along with you, that sense of strength and confidence? Um, because I, I think, again, female leaders, you, you're kind of setting the stage of others to follow you. So being that role model is very important, but those are some of the things that I look for. And what I would tell others too, is that do you have someone that is going to support you and stand behind you and someone that you believe in, but also believes in you? Uh, I think those are some, some important things to consider. Absolutely. Transparency, empathy, and inspiration. I feel like that's such good advice that we should all look for and be all at the same time. <laughs> so you have an amazing career and you are also an amazing mother to young children. Tell us a little bit about that and how do you balance it all? Yeah, it's, uh, it's interesting. I always, I always laugh. I, uh, this year I have uh, a 14-year-old that started high school and then I have a five-year-old that started kindergarten. So we, we definitely have both spectrums of the house and then on top of it, you know, uh, responsible for the work I do. You know, I would say it's the work-life balance, like your professional and personal life has merged in so many ways that I just think about it just like how 
you set boundaries in friendship, you set boundaries and in, in, in family and with others, you got to set boundaries at work as well. You, you have to clearly be able to say, when are you on and when are you off? And um, being a global leader, it, it's hard, right? It's hard because you have to have such a holistic view and your your uh, people expect a lot from you but but certain things that are very important to me I um I always I was unsure we have so for example family dinners if I'm not traveling that is it's no device time on the table so that's an important thing that we do together as a family and with the kids so no devices there um, the other piece that's really important to me for my family, you know, whether it's if I'm traveling or not traveling, as soon as I see my kids, the first thing when I see them, good morning, I wish for your well-being. You know, that's very important oh, for, wow. for me to know that they know that. And if I'm traveling, you know, whatever time that is for them in the morning, I will send them a text early in the morning so my husband and my kids see that, good morning, I wish for your well-being. So there's certain things that are very important that I do that no matter where I am, I'm doing. And the other piece is, you know, when I log off and, and at nighttime getting rest as, as, a, as a leader is very important, I, I completely check out. I put do not disturb on my phone. And, I uh, and I actually get, I get a peaceful sleep because before, you know, earlier on my career, I used to get pings, constantly pings throughout and you would get calls in the middle of the night. And I said, you know, I need to put some boundaries and my sleep time is the time to completely rejuvenate so I can wake up in the morning, do what I have to do and give my all to, to work and, and I, my family. So I would say these kind of boundaries are important and whatever you value, making sure you weave that in into your, your personal and professional life. Absolutely. And those new features on the iPhone too make it so much easier. I couldn't believe it. I went to a restaurant the other night and it, they knew I had made a dinner reservation and they said, we're going to put you in do not disturb mode because you're at a dinner. Very impressive. Amber, I wanted to ask you, you are an expert in recruiting and in job seeking. We have a lot of job seekers who use Fairy God Boss. What advice would you give to job seekers on how to navigate job seeking today, how to differentiate, how should they be looking for and finding the right job? Yeah, so a couple things here. I would say, first and foremost, really take a look at the company that you want to work for, the job you want to work for. And make sure does it align with your goals. I think that that's the number one thing, first of all, right? Because the more passion you have and more, more it's aligned with what you want to do, the more you can express why this opportunity is the right opportunity for you when it comes to interviewing. So, again, making sure you completely understand the job and you completely understand the company. Secondly, I would say is, Connect with the network, you know, do you know people in that company, in that field? Understand, dig deeper to, to learn more about it as well. And then, and as you go to the interview itself, make sure that you are able to articulate why this job is a fit for you, as well as why you would be a fit for that, the company. I think that's very important. Many times, you know, we just get into the, 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 the basic requirements of the job versus looking, you know, holistically on the opportunity. And employers want to see that. Employers want to see your curiosity. They want to see, you know, beyond the job, beyond the job description and bringing your whole self and uh, 
what you can bring to the table. So I would say expand on your passion, expand on the where you see this role can take you besides just that linear view. Um, I think that that piece is very important. And when you're at an interview or you're talking to someone, you know, speak with confidence and clearly communicate. I think that piece is so, so important. Um, you know, go out if you already have that job. <laughs> That's the way to the way to really bring bring your whole self. Oh, I, I love think that, 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 that level. <laughs> It makes a huge that difference. It does. Yeah, totally. Go ahead. It's so good. I love that advice. Thank you. Um, You're welcome. All right. So we're going to now turn to our Fast Five. We're going to ask you five questions about you. What is your favorite karaoke song? My favorite karaoke song. Oh, even though I'm not good at karaoke, but I would say um, Don't uh, Don't Stop Believing by Jerry. Me too. I love that song. <laughs> um, yeah. How do you... How do you, do you exercise? How do you exercise your mind or your body? Yeah. So both, uh, I love to hike and, uh, I love to meditate. So that for me keeps, you know, when you were saying that work-life balance, that meditation really keeps clarity in my mind. So both hiking and meditating are, are for mind and body. It's such a good discipline and hiking is kind of like moving meditation. Yes, exactly. <laughs> totally. Who is one person you, uh, dead or alive, that you would want to have dinner with? Oh, my God. There's so many great people. Um, uh, you know, recently, and maybe that's just because I, I, I was doing some reading around this, but I would love to have dinner with Sally Ride. I think, you know, she's just been oh. such an inspiration to millions of girls to, you know, dream, dream big and, and you know, not just dream what your brothers could do, but you could also do so much. So I think she's just been such an inspiration um, and, and to what she's doing and, and, being, and being in space, of course. So I'd love to have dinner with her. Love that. Yeah, that would be a great dinner. What book has had the greatest impact on your life? You know, this both professionally as well as uh, both professional and personally, I would say Good to Great by James Collin. It's just, you know, really yeah, that great book what makes makes things great, you know, and, and I feel like I still use a day to day in my, my, my life. So that one, that one's uh, really shaped uh, the way I think. So uh, Amber, I think you already know this, but at Fairy Got Boss, uh, you know, we've observed that women are significantly less comfortable bragging than men. And we want to help every woman get more comfortable with bragging. So today here, we're going to ask you to brag for us. Could you please tell us about something you're very good at or a big accomplishment that you're proud of. So you're right. This is uh, I'm I'm good at influencing, inspiring, and driving driving change. Um, so I would say those those things I've I've been able to do really well is having having a vision and an idea, bringing others along, making them a part of it to help make great impact and. Uh, and, and that's kind of uh, been part of my journey. So that's what I would say I'm, I'm good at. I love it. I would, I would wholeheartedly agree. Um, <laughs> okay, I'm, I'm a good cook too. <laughs> so there you go. I love that. And it is not comfortable bragging. So I appreciate you doing it for us. All right. To close, um, we'd love to ask you, um, could you please share one piece of career advice that you think would be useful to our audience of talented, ambition, and talented, ambitious women? And I guess the key advice that I would give is really focus on what you're passionate about, what you're most passionate about and build, build a career around that. I mean, I can't tell you how many 
times I've talked to women in their career, many times they're like, you know, I'm, I'm just, I'm just doing this or I kind of fell into it. But if you really focus on what you're passionate and you make a career out of it, the impact you can make is incredible. So it's never too late. Really dedicate and say, what, what gets me going? What am I so passionate about? Ask yourself internally and realize your true passion and make a career out of it. Um, I'm a big believer in that. And, uh, you know, and that's helped me throughout my career and to help you build a career out of it. But passion goes a long way. It not only helps you in your career, it helps you grow in your career, inspire others, make an impact. So, so do what you really love to do. I love that. Well, Amber, thank you for spending time with us today. And thank you for being such a strong supporter and advocate for Fairy God Boss. We really appreciate it. You gave us some great advice about finding your passion, about inspiring, about being a more empathetic leader. Uh, And it was great to spend time with you today. Thank you for being on the show. Thank you for having me, Romy. Thanks for joining us today on Fairy God Boss Radio. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and visit us at fairygodboss.com. See you next time.